Welcome to the first episode of Minds Eye. I'm your host, Chris Davis, and I'm here with Kyla Sialin. How are you doing today? I'm great. Um, she's going to be the co-host for this show. This show is mostly going to be about culture and society and what's going on in the world around us. Um, it's also going to be like something that I hope will influence young people to just go out and be creative. Um, you know, you can do anything in this world. You know, we talk about career opportunities, career choices, family life, and just experiences as far as traveling goes and just self-development, spirituality, all those good stuff. How do you feel about that? A lot of people actually, I feel like, don't talk about it enough. Yeah. So I'm glad that we're talking about it today. Right, right, right. And I feel the same way. Culture. Um, you know, I feel like people just need to have this a part of their lives. Um, a lot of people are missing that spirituality or that sense of self-improvement just due to living in society where they want you to consume, consume, consume. We're living in capitalism, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Selling and buying. Selling and buying. That's all we fucking do. <laughs> Facts though, Bobby, you can get yourself out of that. They call that the rat race. You work your little ninety five. You work your little nine to five. Um, then the money you I get to go to bills. But I don't like the nine to fives no more. You used to like a ninety five. Yes, I was used to it. <laughs> or I could say that I was used to it. Well, we're, for this, yes, and that's actually <laughs> for this segment, we're actually gonna go into the nine to five and creating your own income and creating a life for yourself to be financially free. Now the nine to five, the nine to five, the nine to five. We all do that. We all, at some point in our lives, have to come face to face with that opportunity. Not saying it's something that we all dislike, because I mean, there's people who actually we need people to do those nine to fives to keep the economy going and keep the keep the the middle class kind of. I think the only reason you should work a nine to five is to help profit a business that you're wanting to start. A business? What kind of business? Like. Self-made, like if you startups, like just straight you're from gonna the ground. need income to help support your business. That's when you should work a nine to five. If you're just working a nine to five, just to every day do the same thing, pay your bills, go to the same place. Yeah, that's like so stagnant. Stagnant. Yeah. You're gonna stay stagnant if you do that. People need to open up. Facts. And realize that you don't need a nine to five your whole entire life. To right. be successful. Right, right. <laughs> and to you, all the young people out here, like, you should... We learn this idea of a nine-to-five, do things the way society wants you to do it through uh, the older generation, our parents, our grandparents, how they did things. The times have changed. Um, the nine-to-five is not a promising r- route as it used to be. It's not as promising. It's not. As a young person, you know, they often say... You know, graduate high school, go to college, get a degree, get a good job, get married. That's life. <laughs> now, that's how, you know, to some people that would be appealing. I mean, I mean, the idea of getting married and even just being successful. Nowadays, though, like things are so different. That was probably that was a better routine back in the day. Like when like you said, when our parents were growing up, our grandparents were growing up. Now I feel like we have way more opportunities. We're, we're open. We're we're able to have. Mm-hmm. Way more businesses, way more different things. We got social media at our fingertips. Yeah, and it's so easy. Right, like I see every day people creating their own sources of income on these social media platforms. Twitter, especially Instagram, um, social media marketing, affiliate marketing, creating your own website and using that website to attract visitors in order to get commission. You know what I'm saying? There's different ways to That's build so income. Cool. And... um. 
young people, to all the young people out there, take risk. You don't have to go the average route just the way. This people scared to take risks. Take risks. Why like, this are you is, scared? Right. Like, this is the time in your life when you should take risks. When you're from the, between the ages of 18 and about, I'll say about 18 and 30, take 30, risk. Yeah. Take risk. This is the time in your life when you can take risk. You you better take those risks now before you get older and have like, so much responsibilities. Yeah, where use it to your advantage. You're young. You have people to help you out. You're still finding your way. You're able to take risks. It doesn't look bad. Right, right, right. Like you have to take these risks now because when you get older, when you have more responsibilities, it's going to be harder to take those risks because the consequences from taking those risks are going to be a lot more. You know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Going to be a lot more. Um, tougher on you it's harder to approach you have kids you know you're gonna have all these different responsibilities when you get older and then your dream that you wanted to 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 go for the time that you needed for that was in your 20s mm-hmm. or in your early 30s you know like like take these risks now go hard now so that when you're older you can bear the fruit of the labor and the seed that you what planted you think, when you were younger what do you think what's so hard about taking risks why do you think people don't do that uh afraid they're afraid Afraid of their situation or the way right. they have it right now, yeah. They're afraid of losing income of not having a you know not they're afraid living. Afraid of losing money and not getting it back. And you know what? They're afraid of failure, and they're also I think they're afraid of um, not being able to live the lifestyle that they've been accustomed to, even for a short amount of time. You have to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You got to put everything. This if you really wanna say if you really wanted to be you know the next. I don't know, man. The next. <laughs> J.K. Rowling, <laughs> you know, you have to put in that work. You know, you're going to have to maybe put in so much work where you may not have to be able to work a nine to five because all the time you want to put into writing quality content for your book. I mean, you may be broke, too, <laughs> for a little bit. You have to really invest a lot of things into creating your own business, money, time. Right. But what I was saying, man, <laughs> she actually just made me forget what I was saying, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what do you have to say? That's all I have to say about that. Just take these risks now. Work hard now. Grind out now. So by the time you're 30, 40, 50, you can bear the, the fruits of the labor you put in in your younger days. Um, you have nothing to lose right now. You're young. Your youth is centered around you being who you want to be. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let anybody scare you into thinking, oh, um... Dang, if I do this, I may not have enough money to do this, and I might be messed up for life for the next couple of years. Are they're not trying to be rude, but they just want to be realistic with you. So they they might try and drag you down in a way. Yeah. But don't let anything stop you. Now, Kyla, when you had your nine to five, what was the purpose for you working your nine to five? Like, I wanna I wanna kind of understand that your mindset. Well, I was just well. First of all, I'm still in school, so. I just needed money to, like, pay for my car and whatnot. It wasn't something I was looking to further, really. I wasn't trying to work a nine-to-five for the rest of my life. You knew that. I just, yeah, I knew that. But I was comfortable with what I was doing. So, in a sense, I wasn't thinking about my future. wasn't thinking about, well, what am I going to do in the future? It was kind of just like, well, I have money coming in right now. So that's all I need. Right. You know? And it wasn't same thing with everybody else. And you weren't looking at it as something like you you were doing for the long term. It was just like for the moment. For the moment. Pay your little bills. 
get everything you needed taken care of just for the moment. I get you. But it's important that you do look into your future and figure out, sit down and ask yourself, what am I going to be doing? What is it that I want to do? Find your interests and work with it. Do something with it. What are you passionate about? Yeah. What are you passionate about? And a lot of times when I meet a lot of people who are um, like a lot of creative professionals, they always make sure that whatever they do as far as their work reflects who they are as a person. A lot of times in those nine to fives, we work jobs that have nothing to do with us as a person. Absolutely nothing. My job had absolutely nothing to do with that. Like, in fact, I didn't really like that job at all. (laughs) I hated that job, but. (laughs) Yeah, man. It was just money. But I feel like. If I were to go back and fix something, I would definitely make sure that I'm using my money towards a bigger solution. Use it towards something that's going to benefit me in the future. Yeah. Not just working to whatever, paying my bills, whatever. Right, 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 right. I remember um, when I, um, all the jobs I had, like I would work them for the first couple of months, (laughs) first couple of weeks. It would be okay, but I already knew like, yeah, this ain't it. Like in my mind, I was always, I always knew I had to create my own income. I had to create my own thing. That's just who I am. I can't work for anybody else, or I can't work for help build somebody else's dream. I already got that vibe from you that you didn't really like working for somebody else. You were always a go getter and do it yourself type of person. Facts, man. Now, do you have any advice to anybody like working the nine to five and just want to create something bigger for themselves but don't know how to? Man. What are you interested in? I know there's something you're interested in. Start a website, start a blog. Find people with similar interests to help you stay proactive and positive about the decisions you want to make mm-hmm. down the line. Networking, yeah. yeah. Definitely do that. Start little little at a time. It's going to take a lot of patience to build something that you actually want to focus on for a long term. But it's possible. It's possible, yeah. Like, even the people who are pursuing music, like, do that. Like, I've done music for a long time. I'm, I'm actually a musician first. Um, but I have so many other skills that I just feel like I need to utilize them in every single way possible. And I feel like as an individual, especially a young person, you should do that. Know your skill set. Understand yourself so that you can know your skill set. Utilize your skill set. Perfect your skill set. Let your skill set work for you. You're born with a gift, now let that gift be your income, you know? Everybody's born with a gift, honestly. If it's, if it's a musician that you want to become, you can definitely become that. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. If you're in the bit, or style, fashion, anything like that, that's a good start. How do you feel? Around. How do you feel about the YouTube route? <laughs> I mean, we, a lot of people do that. I'm gonna start a YouTube, but I apparently think. you don't get. Well, how much is it like? <laughs> I mean, fuck the pay. It's not really about the pay. <laughs> fuck the pay. Oh, that's then, another thing. We'll get back to that. Fuck the pay. YouTube, honestly, I feel like if you're someone who really likes to sh- just show off what you do in your day to day life, give advice. That's like the best way to give advice. Watch. Let someone watch you make decisions for yourself every day. It's just, I think it's a good thing to do if that's just, if you're an outgoing person, you want to, you know. That's another thing. Yep. Fuck the pay. That's what yeah. Entrepreneurship Always. 101. <laughs> fuck the pay. <laughs> Rule number fuck one. The fuck the pay. You have to fuck the pay because <laughs> it's not going to be about the pay. You're not going to like the pay. 
And when you're first starting out working for yourself, you're not really going to see any pay. And that's a fact. Mm. You got to first, you got to put in the work to understand your market, to understand your skill set, what you can do to better your skill set, what you can do to attract people to to want to have something to do with what you offer them. Do something that you like to do, love to do. Right. Period. Right. Because when you're not getting paid, you still. And I think YouTube is a great way. Right. You can do so much. You can do anything you want. Right, and not just YouTube. There's other apps out there now. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. We got done watching. Who's that? Raven? Raven Elise? Raven Elise. She on, inspires uh, me. She inspires you? Why does yeah. she inspire you? Because she's just living her life. She she doesn't... I can tell she doesn't hide anything. It's like she doesn't cut any scenes out. Like, it's really just her doing her. And I think that's the best way right. to or get in people, subscribers... Yeah. All sorts of things like that. Now, how do you feel about money? The idea money. of money. The <laughs> money. Like, it's crazy. Money. The only way you should make money. What? <laughs> the only way you should be making money is if it's by doing <laughs> something that you like. So You feel like that's the, the best way to make money or like cause That's the best way to make money because a lot of people doing something that you like or doing something that you love. Love. Something that you're passionate about. Like and love. I really mean love. When I say like I mean love. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But But how do you feel about the concept of money? Not even just like just like the concept of it, how married how that's the lead, leading cause of divorce in married couples. You know what I'm saying? Like That's stupid. <laughs> that really is stupid. It is. If you can't communicate stupid. with your partner about money, what you're buying, why the why are y'all married? I don't want to cuss too much because there might be some little kids on here, but why the f are you married? Then why the <laughs> fuck are you married? <laughs> nah, I mean I understand that, but I mean obviously you know they fell in love for the right reasons most of the time, but then as they got older, you know, find it. When you're an adult, when you're thirty something, forty something years old, there's no there's no denying that money is be, a. You should be able to make smart money decisions by that age. There's no denying that money, like when you're older, you know, middle age more, but like I would say definitely in your 30s, there's no denying that money is a huge part of your life. You need, it is, money is a huge part of, huge part of all of our lives. Mm-hmm. We live in a capitalist, capitalistic uh, government, you know, like everything revolves around the, the, the selling and buying of goods, you know, so. Yeah. Um, me and me growing up, you know, I'm known around, you know, we're, by the way, we're in um, beautiful Orlando, Florida right now. Um, around here, I'm actually um, around here. I'm actually known as Prince Chris, but that's a whole other thing. He's known as Christopher Davis to me. But um, <laughs> me growing up, just seeing the adults around me, and you know the things that caused them to bump heads and to be in a constant conflict was always the finances or like the finances. <laughs> mm, it really was just the finances. What about you growing up, like? It was like the same thing. It was like someone's just not using their money correctly. But honestly, if you're not able to communicate and find a balance with someone, then I don't think marriage really, you shouldn't be in a marital situation. Like, why would you want to get married if you're not able to do what you need or want to do with your money? 
I just thought about how I threw that Prince Chris thing in there. Like, that was so freaking random. <laughs> that was so random. I know. Random. There was something I said about... But I just wanted people to know, you know, you know. There was I something am. I said about, like, marriage and money and that you should be able to spend money correctly when you're an adult. That's not true. I didn't mean to offend nobody, but <laughs> sometimes you spend a little too much money. But I feel like well, really, you spend a lot of money. What's important is that you guys don't get mad. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't talk about nobody. You spend a lot of money. I you spend, spend a, lot of, a lot of money. Yes, but that—that's what I want to do. You over here talking about people? You spend a lot of money. If you love somebody, money should not be so dang important. Why well, so damn important? And you guys, and and I would, and this is what I always say: married couples get money together. What are you guys doing? Y'all just in it to be cute. Y'all in a relationship to be cute. Yeah, that's just get money together. Out. Get money together. What's that biggest song? Guys, get I money. Start a business. Uh, uh, just like uh, uh, how I want to start a business with you, and we would get money together. All right, um, guys. What the fuck is she talking about? I'm playing. Oh <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Yeah, we, um, I knew he was going to get on here and embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but honestly, um, yeah, you're right, though. Like, married couples, like, you know, you guys should be getting money together. Because um, I feel like those same couples who get divorced over money are like those same couples who are still relying on the old way of life. 19, yes. 1950s America. The man goes to work. The woman, Well, not even 1950s America. We'll say, you know, like modern America. Man goes to work. Woman goes to work. It's all money. Everybody creates their own income through a nine to five. That's a recipe for disaster. If there's not enough money, if y'all are struggling with money, find different ways to get money. Yeah, man. And, this, and make sure there's you... There's a lot of ways. Right. And we also promote... We know on this channel, we're going to promote spiritual health and, and holistic health. And it's not healthy for a relationship to be um, built on the base of money. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't. Status and money are two things a relationship should not be built on. Not even a marriage. A, a relationship. First things first, you know that you love that individual. Right. That's the most important thing. And And (laughs) you know that you love that individual. Like, you know, you want to build a a home and a family with them. Right, right. But before that, you love them. Right, right. That's just it. It's not money. You don't sign no papers. It's like, okay, I'm going to share my money with you for the rest of my life. Now, how how were your parents like growing up? Like, what was your your. uh... It was really just me and my mom for a long time. I didn't really there was no like male figure in the household really until until I was like kind of old enough to understand already that you know not everybody is supposed to have a male <laughs> figure yeah. in their household but even though my mom did struggle a lot with like financially she struggled a lot they helped me learn that I don't need I don't want to be offensive or anything, but I don't need a man <laughs> to be financially stable. You don't have to worry about being offensive. It's not. It's not about being offensive. It's about telling you how you really feel. Right. You but that's feel how like I you really don't need feel. I feel like I was. I was raised up to know that I'm strong enough to support myself financially in any situation. Facts. But you know, when I did get a, when, I, when he did become my stepdad. The man your mother was seeing for the longest? Yes. Okay. He was, they were together for about four or five years Was it ever before they got married. Was anything ever, like, even in the relationship before they even got married, was anything about finances? Like, did they ever get into it about finances or anything like that? Um, yes, because 
they come from different places. He had one daughter. My mom has fucking four kids. <laughs> like, it's right. different. Right. There's she. She knows. She she's more experienced. I feel like in mostly a way. boys too. Only one girl, right? Yeah. She's more experienced. She knows what everybody needs. You know, back to school supplies need to go around. It's it's stressful for someone who doesn't spend a lot of money. Doesn't need to spend that much money. Right, right. So they really had to work together to figure out how they can. You know, not cause any arguments over where the money's being spent, right, how right. the money's being spent. Right. It took some time, but I think they eventually found like a like a ground point mm-hmm. and like a great way to communicate with each other about it. He honestly just don't even care anymore. <laughs> I see him. <laughs> He's just like, okay, whatever, go do it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. We mm. came. They came from different places, but they. They wanted to get married, so they knew they had to agree, had to agree on you know money has to be spent. Not sometimes a little too much, but right now they love them nine to five, so they know they're gonna get it right back. <laughs> right <laughs> now, do you see um, them them working? You know, average not even saying average, just them working a job where they go in every day and clock in for somebody else. Do you do see I, that? Do you see like the the effect of that growing up? Was it like what kind of effect was that on you growing up, or like the family growing up? Um, honestly, that's not the best way to establish a connection with your f- kids and family. I feel like you wouldn't even have, have the freedom to, to have the time to. Yeah, it was kind of like my mom never really. She had jobs. She had some stable jobs, but it wasn't that stable. Like she's had quite a few jobs and you know there'd be days i'd wake up i'd be like oh where'd my mom at <laughs> yeah but she she was out like trying to get money and honestly it's just like it's not a it's not a great feeling when you wake up and like your parents aren't there you just oh, feel like yeah. you know you gotta go through the same thing now were you were you taught about money day. taught about no <laughs> no i was not taught about money i knew it was important to save your money I knew basic stuff like that. Like, but you, you know, know anything about credit? You know anything about... No, because I feel like, in a way, my mom, she she had very bad credit for a long time. Right, right. And, and she was really, like, the only person to teach you about that. Yeah, and she was probably a little, like, ashamed of it, honestly. And right. she didn't want to, like, say something to me, knowing, like, damn well hers wasn't good either. Right. But I kind of already knew that already, even though I didn't know much about the process of credit and whatnot. I already knew that she had her own things still. Right work on Mm -hmm. so to me the most important thing was just like being there for my mom no matter what it wasn't really about oh she's not very good example she was doing her best and i knew that Mm -hmm. so okay okay and what about you chris prince chris Chris? Chris? prince chris kind of um my upbringing um as far as money goes um well my mother she had me when she was young but even before she had me being so young you know she was about my age almost basically um being so young and i'm only 20 by the way um being so young she already had her finances like like she was already working jobs in college paying for her own apartment paying she was for her in own college groceries. when she had you right 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 she was already doing all of that without mm-hmm. her mom's help without anybody help she was already doing that so when she had like me you know like she already kind of understood what she had to do and the sacrifices she had to make she was very she she matured early because she had to raise her two younger siblings for the most she part. knew it was the best that if you right. were to be watched by and her else. mother my grandmother wasn't as good as money with money at all her credit wasn't the best so <laughs> my mom un- understood 
where my grandmother went wrong and then made that improvement within herself so that she wouldn't make those same mistakes. So growing- as, as where my mom's mom was not around like that, so she really didn't have an example herself either, but go on. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know, when I was coming up, my mom taught me, save your money. The, you know, the, the main thing, save your money. But I didn't know much about credit. But at the same time, I don't think my mom knew much about credit either, but her credit was always okay. It wasn't the best. It wasn't bad. It was always, like, good. We'll say good. In the 600 range, maybe. I, I, I'm just throwing out numbers out there. <laughs> but um, she always had the money. She worked. She was a teacher, so she worked her 9 to 5. She did what she had to do. My mom has no problem working a 9 to 5 because she knows the trade-off for that. Yeah, I'm working a 9 to 5, but I'm doing it for my son. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it for his future, for our well-being. And I understood that, and I respected that. But as I got older, like, you know, like, she really didn't talk about too much about money other than save. Um, now, my stepdad, who was around since I was about two, but really, like, him and my mom really didn't get together until I was about maybe, like, six. Um, he was good at money. Awesome at money. Awesome credit, credit, credit score. Almost a perfect credit score as you speak right now. Mm-hmm. You saw that nice red Audi he drives. Yeah. Has three houses. Lives in one of them. He owns the other two and rents them out. Like he knows about monies and money investments. And coming into contact with him, I kind of understood. Okay, um, this is where the real money's at. It ain't within all this nine to five. We work, get your check, and then spend. No, it's you get your check. You hold on to it for a little bit. You invest the rest. Um, you know, you take a, a portion of that check. You save the rest. You invest the other, the other percentage of it, and then the other percentage of it goes to bills. Like investing. He taught me all about investing. Investing in real estate. Investing in stocks. Whatever it is, invest. Grow your money. Multiply your money. And then just him telling me that inspired me to do my own research. And then I started teaching myself about money. So money was a Sorry, like the cut. Like, Right, right, right. The, the the idea of how to spend your money and how to save your money and how to invest your money, that was always instilled in me as a young person. So I definitely um I definitely am grateful for those two people, my mom and my stepdad. Awesome, awesome people. And they both make a nice amount of money. You know, even if my mom's not as good as money as he is, they both make combined, they make a nice amount. And, you know, those are two great examples. I can. He honestly sounds like a very great example for, for you. Right, right, right. So... Cool dude. Um, he's actually working on creating a donut. Um, getting a donut for a. Uh, <laughs> let me slow down. A chain of donut shops. He's actually working on uh, getting a chain of donut shops up and running in the Florida area, and then eventually worldwide, well, na- nationwide, and then worldwide. So, you know, I'm pretty sure he's gonna get that accomplished. And yeah. So the whole nine to five thing, you know, um, they both work nine to fives. Obviously, he invested in worked a nine to five, but yeah. they. Sh- him, he pinched his 9 to 5. He squeezed his 9 to 5 for everything he can get out of it. Every little check he can get out of it, he'll take that, invest that in his houses, invest that in some stocks, and build. Real estate, that was something that really, you know, stuck out to me. That's something I really want to be a part of. How do you feel about real estate? Real estate? Real estate, I heard that was, like, really good money. Real estate? Oh, you don't know much about real estate, do you? Yeah, all I know is that that's a great... It's a great way to flip your money, but, I mean, you just got to realize, like, the amount of value you you you're... you're you're being approached with when you want to buy um a piece of real estate you know the value the value of that property you know what i'm saying selling properties right right basically and then getting um passive income from it which passes it passive income that's another thing that's something why do more people do real estate um because real estate you need a lot of money to invest in it um you can't buy uh 
$800,000 house, a million dollar house with a thousand dollars. You know, you can't, um, so you, already you can't buy, yeah, like you gotta, have, you gotta have the money, and a lot of people yeah. can't even get that. So, um, that's like, mm. it's one of those things where, like, you know, you gotta have the, it's like the, the country club, you gotta be certified, you gotta have a, a nice amount of money to, to even get started. But honestly, there's different ways to get that money, and honestly, I've seen people who aren't the, you don't have to be the richest guy. You don't have to be the smartest guy to find a way to get the money to invest in real estate. I didn't see people invest in real estate with only $1,000, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's a start point. It's something. Right, right, right. But, I mean, your connections are always very... Your networking, we talked about it earlier. Your connections and networking are always very important. How do you feel about that? Networking and connecting. Connections, I think that's very important because you may come across someone who can inform you on things you didn't know about and that's what's most important is that you're learning new ways to benefit yourself every day right 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 well you keep doing hand signals at me what do they mean (laughs) (laughs) um but uh yeah man like real estate passive income that's really i feel like that's the way to go um but obviously, passive income isn't something that everybody can do because you need your money at a certain amount of time. And then 9 to 5 always pays you <laughs> accordingly. You have a check time. guaranteed. Yeah. But you can't stay there. That's the problem. You can't fall asleep in that 9 to 5 in that, in that same way of doing things. And, and you, you have dreams. And you won't if you're always focused on the goal. Right, right. Every entrepreneur should definitely know, fuck the pay, because for the first couple of months, even for the first year, the pay that you get from whatever you decide to do won't be as promising. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, two, good work ethic. Good work ethic. Got to be able to work hard. Got to be able to, to put put aside all the distractions, all the unhealthy habits, and just focus organized. on what you have to do to get to where you want to go. Stay focused on where you want to go. That's the important thing. <clears throat> A good work ethic. Work hard. Don't half-ass anything. A lot of people with 9 to 5s, they half-ass shit. They half-ass that job because they don't give a fuck. I mean, yeah, because it doesn't affect their money. Like, (laughs) they're still going to get paid the same thing anyway. But I think it's also important that you stay organized when you're starting to... Organization. Organization, yeah. Yes. Very underrated. Very underrated because people can get away with being unorganized, but only for so long. Yeah, it's going to fall back on you eventually. Like, even when you 10x your company or if your business starts to grow... You're gonna have some. You're gonna need some type of organization. There's like no way. So yeah, definitely, man. Like, <laughs> I'm looking at the weather, man. In Orlando, we were known for rain down here. You it's know? been raining a lot in summertime. Yeah, man. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? What are your favorite places to actually travel to? My favorite places to travel to. Or that well, you want that to I to? will travel to. Random question, but I just wanted um, to throw that out there. I really want to see more tropical places. I think I want to go to Hawaii. I don't want to start too far away from home. I think I want to visit Hawaii. Then I want to go, yeah, the Bahamas, Barbados. Trinidad. <laughs> Trinidad, Jamaica. Jamaica is like the ultimate place I want to visit. Oh, Jamaica. I have, I had family. Well, I can consider them family that are from there. And I've just always heard so many great things about Jamaica. I've watched a lot of things with Prince Chris about Jamaica. And I think it's a beautiful place. I love, you know, Moco. Everybody should go watch Moco. Everybody watch Ross <laughs> Kitchen on YouTube. Free shout out. Ross, Ross Kitchen YouTube. My homeboy Moco. Um, cool, cool, good loving guy. Cooks the bombest. 
Jamaican dishes you can Got ever find. Everything God. he needs right in front of him. His weed, his food. His Ganja weed is my best friend. <laughs> his dogs. Ganja weed is my best friend. His house. I think it's beautiful there. Beautiful fruits. He lives in the Blue Mountains. Blue Mountain coffee, if you ever had that, comes straight from the Blue Mountains of Jamaica. You can walk right outside, pick some fruits off the tree. Right, right. And there's your breakfast. I just love that way of living. Now, another very, very interesting question I have for you. Um, how do you feel spirituality and holistic living can coexist with the idea of money? <laughs> well, really, I feel like they're two separate things. Two separate things? What? Yes, they're not. I don't think you should, if if you are a spiritually awakened person, you're not concerned about material things. And money is a, a material ass thing, I feel like. So... In order to stay healthy mentally, spiritually, physically, yes, emotionally, focus on yourself always first. Don't worry about material possessions. Don't worry about any type of negative, something that can have negative effects on you. Yeah. They're just two separate things. You got to learn a balance. You got to learn how to keep them separate. Know that they don't have to have anything to do with each other. But... They kind of do because your spirituality and your holistic the way the way you think that the the health of yourself mentally and spiritually can put you in the right mindset to get the money in the first place and then not look at the money as something that's like oh before you go out there and make money before you go out there and make money make sure you have the right mindset right right make sure you're manifesting everything you want to you can't you can't have a fear of not making the money you want to make or anything like that. You just have to go out there and do it and stay positive mm-hmm. before you go out there and get some money. See, staying positive. Um, now, manifestation, and this all goes to, you know, this all has something to do with, with staying positive. Manifestation. You, your, your thoughts become your reality. I am a strong believer in that. Meaning, if you bombard your thoughts with the idea of money and having to hustle and look at money as something as hard to achieve or even getting to where you want to go as something that's hard to achieve. Excuse me. Um, I feel like if you... just said. Right, positivity. If you think positive and you think every day about the place you want to go and your end goal and a couple of your end goals and where you plan to be in 10 years, you will get there. I honestly am a strong believer in that. Manifestation. Your thoughts do become your reality. And that's where you're staying organized too. You have a goal. You have a idea of how you're going to get there. Make sure you write down every day what's going to help you get there. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something as small as like, oh, okay, I wake up in the morning and I meditate for 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. That plays a role in how you're going to get to your end goal. Right, right, right. Um, just self-improvement. People got to stop. Um, a lot of people are just depressed nowadays. <laughs> and they're just depressing to be around. It's like, your life is a beautiful thing. It could be your family. Of course, we got a lot of people in our families like that, too. That yes, my family. <laughs> I mean, when you work a nine-to-five, you're doing the same shit for every day. It puts you in that position to years. be like, fuck, man. Like, I don't you feel stagnant. Shit. You just feel like... And that yeah. behavior rubs off on the people around you that actually love you. I didn't see that happen. And that's why I'm really, for the most part, never home. It's just I don't like... A lot of time, I don't like the energy that people give off. Right. 
Alright, so like all all like all things aside, like the nine to five is the nine to five. But I feel like it's messed up to tell people, oh yeah, the nine to five is this and that if you don't give them a solution to get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um now what I would say is if you're working a nine to five right now, just squeeze every penny you can out of that thing. Squeeze yes. it out. Work hard, do what you can. But when you get home, don't go to sleep. Don't go and watch Netflix. No, work on your side hustle. Work on yes. on your future where you want to be. Always Establish have that a business. Side hustle. Watch these YouTube. You can learn a lot of skills on YouTube. You can learn coding on YouTube. You can learn the art of affiliate marketing. Marketing a lot of different skills on YouTube for free. People go to college and pay thousands of dollars for these skills. You can get them for free on YouTube. What's the best skill go- you've learned from marketing? Mm. Know your audience. But we'll yes. get back to that. We'll get back to that. Okay. <laughs> but like I said, if you work a nine to five, just go home. When you go home, work hard. Work hard. You gotta work hard at the job and work home. Work hard at home. Because if you're just working at the job and then giving your all at the job and then have nothing to give back to yourself and your dreams, then then it's just gonna stay there. Work hard, but don't work too hard. Right. If you're working at the nine to five, don't even work your always ass Always remember off. that you're working from somebody else that probably don't really care about you at the end of the day. So. <laughs> right. So I would say just save that energy. Go home after you leave work and just create, get inspired, and do what you do best. And just create a, a way to, to make that work for you. You know what I'm saying? Financially. Come home. Have a cup of tea. Get in your get zone. Your listen to some zone. music. You know, if you smoke, do that. If you drink, do that. Wash off all the germs. Anything. Any, and I'm not even, I'm not, right. And I'm not even like promoting drug use or anything like that. No way. Never. I'm just saying, do whatever you have to do to get in your creative zone to help you create. It doesn't even have to be any type of substance. It can be something as simple as like hot tea, a cup of coffee. Meditation. Meditation. It could be going outside, taking some deep breaths of fresh air. Mm Mm-hmm. Any of those. Now, what'd you ask me? Um, why I said I would get back to that? Um, what was the best skill you've I've learned. learned from marketing? Yep, know your audience. Know your audience. Know your audience. You know your audience. You know what they're attracted to. You know, if you know your audience, you know what they're attracted to. You know what, what demographic they make up. You know what things, you know their spinning behaviors. When you know that, you know what to put in front of them. You know to attract them. You know how to attract them. I think that actually is the best but, skill because right. you need to know what they're interested in. You need to be able to m- communicate with them. Right, right, right. But never look at your customer as a piece of meat or just like a pawn in your game of getting money. The, the, I saw a wise quote. It said, the minute you start looking at your customer as anything other than a human being, that's the minute your company has nothing really real to offer. Respect the people that you want to have, have courtesy. appeal to. Yes, absolutely. We're all people. Everybody forgets that. In the job, really, we all forget yeah. that. At a nine to five, you're working at, I mean, I worked at a call center, y'all. Man, them people on the phone would talk to you like garbage. I see sketchy websites and all sorts of things. It's like, you don't really know what you're going to be getting, what you're going to be paying for. Right, right. You should always be clear. You should always have a clear line of communication with your customers care about them as if they were yourself i can't breathe my bad go ahead <laughs> she's talking about care about them as you would care about yourself don't sell garbage right don't give garbage don't have garbage information right. 
good quality. Oh, good quality. Good quality, everything. Like when you, whatever you do, whether it's photography, marketing, social media marketing, affiliate marketing, um, vlogging, blogging, a podcast, um, anything that you do, just create high quality content. You can't cheat that. Be authentic. People know who's authentic and not. People know what's good quality content and what's not. You can't cheat that. You can't be like, yeah, let me just put together this half-ass uh, little thing and then sell it off to somebody and, you know, get some reward. No, it doesn't work like that because you're going to see. You create, you half-ass any product or any good that you want to sell to someone else. You're not going to get the return you want because it's going to show all over the the, work, the piece of work that and you created. And that's just another way to spread, like, bad publicity around yourself if someone doesn't like something and you don't do anything about it they're gonna be like well they suck i'm never going to back them again and they're gonna tell other people to do the same thing yes build a good reputation for yourself right man all the jeff bezos jack ma these billionaires they always say build your reputation Mm -hmm. your reputation is some a good reputation is something that's always going to work in your favor it never hasn't worked in somebody else's favorite and that's a fact (laughs) It always um, will. I saw another quote, man. Oh, man. I saw a couple cool quotes. On Instagram, all these entrepreneur, entrepreneurship pages, I'm actually going to shout them out. Um, I got to go be, go back and be familiar with their names, but I see a lot of good entrepreneurship tips and um, business starter tips on Instagram. Very inspiring pieces of things, you know. Um, I'm definitely going to get that out there to you guys. Absolutely. You know, I do this for the youth. I do this for the old. I do this for the middle aged. I do this for everybody. I don't discriminate. I want everybody to take this information and apply it. And I hope this finds this. I hope this finds its place to you as useful. You know. Mhm. I hope everybody takes from this. Facts, man. Message. Where's your energy at, bro? Where's your energy at, bro? Tired. I'm a little tired, a little fatigued. You know, when I have to share the bed with you. And you knock me off all the time. You kill me. You roll over me. You break my back. He's a pain in the ass. <laughs> I'm playing. Anyways, um, so yeah, um, money, bro. It's a big part of. It's a big part of this. It's a big part of a lot of things. Um, we can't deny it. There's no denying that. We've, what are your last thoughts on this money thing, babe? Use your money wisely. That's all you need to know. Always keep that in your head. Use your money wisely. Um, work for a purpose. Work for a purpose. Right. That's another thing. Like, what are you working towards? Ask yourself, like, what are you working towards? What is your goal in, in, in doing whatever you're doing right now? Are you work at waking up every day and being stagnant? Do you feel like you're stagnant? You have skills. Just utilize them. If you're stagnant, you'll know you're stagnant. If you don't feel like you're always in the best vibration you can be in, you're stagnant. Right, 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 man. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me on here, Prince Chris. Oh, it's no problem. No problem. <laughs> you're a cool character. I like, you know, I like having you on the show. Um. I gotta have you on here a lot Thank more. You, you might be on here a few more episodes. What you think? You wanna be on here a few more episodes? I'm a chill person, you know. Yes, I'll come on here anytime. My name Jeff. <laughs> My name Jeff. Jeff. 
He said it more like, my name Jif. My name Jif. My name Jif. <laughs> my, my, my name Jif. My name Jeff. All right. <laughs> um. So now, um, for a quick little music break, um, we'll get back to you. See you later.
sure to follow our Instagram at official underscore minds eye. That's official underscore M-I-N-D-S-I um, on Instagram. And be sure to follow us on our website or go visit our website at www.peerroyalty.net. That's www.peerroyalty.net. guys well thank you for tuning in to this episode such a beautiful episode i'm glad we was able to get this first episode out to you ain't that right kyla i I look forward to doing more episodes on here with prince chris i can't breathe i can oh she thinks she's slick but yeah thank (laughs) you thank you for tuning in we got a lot a lot more content good quality high quality high quality great content coming your way yes yes Get jiggy with it. Will Smith style, baby. I love that man. Whoa. Whoa. Man. But yeah. Um, so yeah, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in. We'll definitely catch up with you real soon. And stay tuned for episode two. <laughs>